Howdy. Welcome, everybody, to the Brother Sister Show, a family-owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch by talking about movies. Uh, my name's Livia, and I'm joined by my brother. Anthony, what's up? And we're here to talk about The Guilty on Netflix. Um, but before we get into that, how was your week? Solid week. Um, I had, last time we recorded that night, mm-hmm. I kind of had like a, oh, shit, Everything caught up to me mm. um, as far as like school wise. So I was like kind of panicking, struggling to do, to do uh, like a couple projects that I just procrastinated on. Uh, so that sucked. And then that the next day on Monday, I was like, I got to get my shit together. So I got a nice little like moleskin journal and uh, got organized. Happy to say I only have like one assignment due tonight. Uh, it's like a reading thing. So. Should be super easy. So I'm all, I'm all caught up on school. I'm like doing well with that. It gives me more time to watch movies. Uh, the last year is really hard. Yeah. It's not even because year. it's like not even I mean, school is just hard in general. But um, the last year is it's brutal just because you're like, I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to do any of this. Out. So the senior ice is hitting, but I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna get it back into into. I don't know. We're, have we're you gonna tried? Be good. Have you gotten up? Have you been getting up early? Have you cut, like kept up with that or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, classes kind of forced me to. Um, at least Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I I don't get uh, up later than seven. Oh, that's still good. So, what have, what has worked for me, and may, I don't know if this will work for you, but. I'm going to try to start it again this week of like not only getting up early, but um, on Google calendars, I'll plan like literally every hour of my day Mm. where I'll be like, you know, I'll do even like work. I'll say like, you know, obviously work from eight to four thirty. And then after that, I'm like, okay, so from four thirty to five, I'll just sit and relax. And then from five, <laughs> it's like, it sounds kind of a little much, but it, I, that's how I start my day where I'm like, okay, so I'm going to plan out the entire day. Um, it sounds like something the rock does. Like, I feel like the rock does. That. <laughs> that's high praise. But, um, it sounds like to me, every time I explain that to people that that's like what brings me peace and makes me feel productive. I think about that TikTok sound where the girl's like, fun fact about me, I've never been relaxed ever. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like I have to plan, I have to like force myself to sit down and just relax and do nothing. But I mean I that's how I that's how I gotta do things. So whatever. Yeah. But no, I, I, just... I recommend that. Or even maybe in your journal, just like writing down a list of things you have to do every day. That's that's what I've been doing. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's I don't really think helpful. I... I think that would overwhelm me just like every single like because I would feel super bad if I didn't stick to it. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. uh, for me, it would be hard to. I know that's the thing I like about Google calendars, though, and not a written down mm. one because you don't have to cross it out. You just move it. Mm. I like writing things, so So that's what I've been doing. Oh, okay. I just been writing down what I have to do for that's the day. Good. Then once I do it, I, I don't normally write a whole lot. It's normally just like school stuff. So once I'm done mm. with it, I'm like, nice solid solid day uh so that's been that's cool good. other than you that write down been... the little things like yeah. you know like if you're like you know i want to organize my vinyl collection or i want to 
I need to take a shower today or I need to I'm making lunch like even little stuff like that it's just nice to cross something off and it's and people always be like well that's what you do every day but like it's at least as speaking as somebody who um sometimes when I get in like a a dark time in my life it's hard to even feed myself so like it's a it's a win no matter what yeah I definitely gotta (laughs) spice it up that's pretty much it other than watching movies um do you want me to talk about my week and then talk about movies? Because no. I only have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for um, it. Uh, it was pretty solid. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I, had, I took Friday off because it was my birthday. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know. Like, so now I'm 25. <laughs> year, I asked mom and dad a yesterday. Quarter I was like, of a year. Of a year? Oh, quarter, yep. quarter of, a, of a century. <laughs> Isn't that wild? That I like that though. That makes it sound like still really young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quarter of a century. I don't know. I don't really feel that that much stress about getting older though. Like I kind of, I mean, twenty five is kind of cool, you know. Like I'm still cool age. You I'm sound still, in denial. It's cool, right? Yeah, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm still cool. And then I'm gonna be like, like an inside when he turns thirty, just like naked in his bedroom, singing <laughs> about how much he hates his life, like that, or how much he's like not done. Um. But yeah, I asked mom and dad, like, what's a milestone? And they were like, well, you can like rent a car for cheaper now because yeah, you can yeah. do it before you're 25. But now you don't have to pay extra. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> and then mom's like, well, you're closer to 30. <laughs> I'm like, All right, fuck. OK. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel stressed about. That like about getting older anymore. I think the thing I liked is that last year I felt like. I didn't do that much for my birthday because it was still COVID, but I, I kind of made a big deal about it for myself. Um, and I think, I don't know. I think it's good to like, like this year was kind of like, it was super low key. Um, just stayed at home mostly, mostly because of Randall. Like I couldn't really go out much. And every time we did, um, we would have to make sure we can bring him or I would have mom and dad watch him. Mm-hmm. And it was very funny. Cause he's, Having a puppy is exactly, well, not exactly. I'm not going to offend parents there, but it's exactly like having a baby. It's pretty much like having a toddler where you have to constantly watch him. So, like, because he has, he has accidents on the floor. He doesn't have a fucking diaper, but like, or he'll get into shit and then we can't just leave him alone at this point. So, Sebastian and I went out to dinner in a movie and so we had to drop him off at mom and dad's. And so it was very funny to bring a bag for him. And I had like, Mark, so he hasn't yeah i was like he hasn't <laughs> eaten yet so you have to feed him and <coughs> yeah and i just i felt really bad when we left and then i kept te- I, well, I didn't keep texting her but i i texted her once and i was like how is he um because i felt i like fought the urge to just constantly be texting her and asking for pictures and stuff but if if we have kids i'm gonna be a fucking nightmare i already know it <laughs> <laughs> like i kind of just getting a little taste of it i already know it's like it does. I can't imagine how hard it is, but yeah. Um, so I think I do want to have one year where I have a party. Cause I, I, I mean, I know myself, I like being the center of attention. I like, you know, having a, a celebration. So I think one year I'm going to do that. I saw just right now, a TikTok of somebody who had a Disney channel themed party. And I was like, I'm a hundred percent doing that. I feel like you've already had that before party. Yeah. Okay. I had a high school musical one, but this one is where a lot, like everybody dressed up as something. So like there was a girl dressed up as Lizzie McGuire. There was the cheetah girls and like, 
Um, I, I want to do that so bad. Like a costume you party. Can, like, yeah. So like you dress up as either like somebody from a show, from a movie. Like there's so many options. Quite. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm very, I, I want to, I don't know when I would do that, but I really want to. I think it'd be very fun. Well, yeah. how was your birthday? It was good. Um, I kind of extended it where we did Friday. Um, we went to one of my favorite places in San Antonio called Down on Grayson. Have you been, Anthony? Have I taken you? I've never been. I've I know of it. Like I've, because that's uh, what's the one right the next Pearl. to it? There's oh, one just Julie St. Josephine's. St. Josephine's. Yes, that I've, I've been there. I, we've been there together. <laughs> that place is good too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. That place. Well, is good. next time you come, you and Kayla come. I want to bring you to the magic okay. that is down on Grayson because they have, it's a place where we just get the appetizers. Ah. And if you get more, it's like, like we get, um, shishito peppers, which is just like sauteed peppers. And then they have a pimento cheese dip. And I know what it, I know how it sounds. Pimento cheese is not glamorous. Right. But Holy shit. It's I'm so intrigued. Good. I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's very, very good. Um, it's a place where I think I've never had a place where, if people come and visit me, I'm like, okay, I know where to take them. Like, this is the spot. And, mm. but this is the one for me. I fucking love that place. I, ha- so I have that there. place in, in college station. Yeah. What is it? It's called <clears throat> all the Kings men. It's like a barbecue place, but I keep, I, I, I've been there many a times and you've never taken me there. The fuck. I found it recently. Okay. Well, um, and then we went to go see Venom. No, we went to Target, which is a must. <laughs> yes. Um, on my birthday. birthday. And then we went to go see Venom at a draft house, which my favorite place to go to movies. I had a milkshake, a salted caramel one, and this time it was a little too salty. That was my only gripe. Um, and then, um, I guess we can. Are that's we talking about it? it well, that's basically it, but let me, and then my actual birthday, mm-hmm. Sebastian got me flowers and he made me breakfast. He is very good at making breakfast and it's like favorite, his favorite thing to do. So we did that and we just hung out for the rest of the day. Um, and then went to my parents and just hung out again. Yeah. So it was a, like I said, really chill. I liked it a lot. Um, cause usually, well, and then I, I am going to do, I'm going to go to Austin to, cause me and my friend's birthdays are in October and we're going to go like the weekend of her birthday, but we're going to celebrate like both of ours Oh, okay. and just go out and like, so I guess I am going to do like a celebration, but yeah, but nice look to have out a chill, for, yeah, I think chill birthday. I've never, I haven't had one in a while. I think last year was pretty chill, but I remember just like, I think because people felt bad when people had birthdays during quarantine. Um, but yeah, I think it was pretty chill and, and I can't, I, I want to have those nights where I go out and get like wasted, but I had one drink yesterday or on Friday. I had one drink at down on Grayson because they have really good frozen cocktails and I had a headache the rest of the day. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I guess That's, this is 25. 25. Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe I shouldn't go to college station because <laughs> I've had some nights there where I'm like, I don't, the next day I'm like, I have to drive back. That's the worst when you have to drive back hungover yeah <sighs> yeah okay um that was it and then well let me say so we saw venom and i know we're gonna both talk about it but my i want to first say that 
my movie going experience was kind of strange because I hadn't been to a movie where people just like wouldn't stop talking and like really loudly, not during the movie, but during trailers and like, you know, to a point where you're like, fuck, they're going to talk about the whole movie. Uh, um, but they didn't. But <laughs> there was this one time that made me laugh a lot where he this guy behind us, we were watching the Ghostbusters commercial which, or trailer commercial. Um, which I've seen that fucking trailer. I feel like I've seen that trailer for three years now. Like, I don't even want to see the movie anymore. Anyways, so we saw that trailer and it's a newer trailer that I haven't seen. I think it came out a while ago, but I just haven't seen it yet. Where at the end, they they look at footage of the Ghostbusters and they see like, you know, the original ones. And so they call the number and somebody from the original movie answers and they don't show his face, but you can hear his voice. And the guy behind us was like, oh, my God, like loudly. He's like, oh, my God, that's Bill Murray. And then I looked at Sebastian. I was like, that is not. Bill I just kept because he kept saying it. Oh, yeah, because it's because you could hear him arguing with his friend where his friend's like, that's not Bill Murray. And every time he would say it's yeah, it is Bill Murray. I'd look at Sebastian and be like, it's not. And I just kept being like, nope, it's, it's it, Dan Aykroyd. Is it not Bill Murray? I don't think so. Because I, I told mom and dad that and mom's like, I thought it was Bill Murray. And I was like, I've, I think it's. It's the clearest I could ever hear Dan Aykroyd's voice. It is not Bill Murray. Um, could you insert a clip in the YouTube? D yeah, yeah. Or will I'll you do get like? Uh, I think it's that? short enough that uh, I should be able to. But but just I guess cut it in right here. Yeah, and I'm, then discuss because I'm I'm willing to bet money that's Dan Aykroyd. I'm willing to bet money it's it's Bill Murray. I'll put five bucks on I it. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, how do we? Well, I think I kind of know the answer. I think Homer said he looked it up, so I don't want to take your money because I know I'm right. Oh, really? Just watch I... it right now. You haven't. If you watch it right now, it's it is him. And also, just look at his arms. That is not Bill Murray arms. <laughs> no, it sounds like him though. I don't know. Now I'm questioning because I thought it was so funny. I was like, well, look at this idiot, and now everybody <laughs> is making me. I, I really feel thought like it I'm was. Insane. Wow. Yeah, I guess it is. I thought it was Are Bill you Murray. listening to it right now? No, I'm not listening. I'm just looking at a polygon. Uh, yeah, I think Homer said he looked it up, so I don't want to take your money because I know I'm right. Okay, I guess. I don't know. It could be either one. Okay. I feel like. I guess we'll have to wait for the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the only reason I watch <laughs> it, I guess. That'll never come out. When is it even coming out? I feel like I've seen the trailer for so long. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. What a What a name. Uh, it just says 2020, uh, November 19th. Okay. So. I don't know. Who, I probably who knows? will go see it. I don't know who knows. Yeah, I probably will. All right. Venom. Venom. So I should say that every time we say Venom, we should, you should put that clip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So Venom. Let there be carnage. Okay, the movie itself, let's just talk about the movie. Okay. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fun. It was really silly. Not that great, but I thought it was okay. I thought yeah. it was good for what it was, you know? I, I thought... Eh. <laughs> it was I had a great dumb. time. I, I don't I know. I feel to... like I can't judge it objectively. Uh, Sure. I was like, what? Okay, I, I legitimately had this thought throughout the movie. I was like, why are they making this? If, if they're not gonna at least, like, what's the point? 
there's literally no point to making this movie if it's I I don't know maybe it's just because I've been poisoned but like if it's not going to be in the MCU what's the point all of this doesn't make any sense (laughs) yeah but that's I think that's the fun of it and also so I when we were watching that because we were obviously staying for the after credits <clears throat> and I was looking at it and I don't know if you saw it, it said story by and it was some somebody I forgot who it was and then Tom Hardy he like mm-hmm. did the story too and I was like oh that's why it's so fucking chaotic because <laughs> he did some of the story and that's I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff that he's written I've only seen one show that he helped write called Taboo and that show is fucking wild so I I was like oh yeah okay it felt like him but I don't know I thought it was fun I thought it was kind of it was kind of I don't know like whatever, because then I was like, what is this movie trying to be? And then he went to the rave and I was like, okay, I think this is camp. I don't know. But it was like, it just felt so silly. And I kind of, I liked it. I don't know. It's not a good movie. Yeah, I know. But it was fun. Yeah. I give it a one and a half star on uh, mm, I think on like two or three years. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just liked it. It made me laugh a lot. Sure. I, I, I don't know. The only thing that I really kind of enjoyed Maybe it's just because I'm dumb, but I the plot reveal where the cop was the one in the the one who um, shot. I completely, I was like, that's why he can't hear. I was like, oh, oh, my oh you didn't even get it then. Oh, I, I didn't get it until my dumb little boy. <laughs> I didn't get it until he said like <laughs> JB or whatever FB. Oh, at the beginning, whenever he first went to the jail with Eddie, um, I saw the like hearing aid and I showed Sebastian. I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I was while that I was happening, it. I was just in like pure pure obliviousness. Mm. No idea. I will say too, there was one part that kind of scared me. <laughs> like it, it like freaked me out. Where you know when he first turns into Carnage, um, that's how we say mm. it because that's how Woody Harrelson says it. When he when it gets dark, yeah, and somebody you can hear running, and then he snatches him. That scared the shit out of me. That was pretty pretty spooky. Gotta that say. made me want it to be scarier. Yeah, like I, I like that it was funny, but it could have it could have been a really good horror film. Yeah. And then the after credit scene happened, and then okay. it kind of just negated everything that happened in the movie. They're not even I mean, in the same universe now. I mean, maybe they'll go back. I guess, but it just feels like there's no I don't point. Think it of negates the, it. Okay, this There's is what no this point. is the thing. This is the annoying thing about Marvel is it makes opinions like that, where it makes it feel like it doesn't serve an entire like if it doesn't serve the plot of the entire universe, then it's useless. But I don't think that's true. No, I'm just saying like, what's the point of the? the I guess you could say character development. I think because they've become a team. That was the whole point of it, is that they've it's a, it's marriage feels like such a big part of that like marriage and partnership was such a huge theme in this movie and i feel like they that's that's all the fights that they kept having is it stems from them just not being um not gelling with each other enough like they do physically like that's why he stays with him but they didn't want the same things and so now that i think it felt like a really big like bow on that universe. And so I feel like they ended their like run sure. with it because he's not going to be with that woman anymore. He's kind of, you know, he's, there's nothing left for him to do because he is on the run. He's a fugitive in Mexico. So I think that's the point of it is that he is kind of done with that universe and he doesn't really need it anymore. And they just need each other. 
Yeah. And I mean, if he's going to be a, it seems like they're turning, he's going to be a villain or at least an anti-hero. So like, why does he need that anymore? You know, he's definitely not going to get back with Anne. So what's the point? I'm very excited. Extremely excited. I, so what is your reaction? Cause I remember when I saw it, cause I, so Sebastian had it ruined for him, like spoiled on TikTok, which I felt really bad because I had no fucking clue. Like I didn't think they would have done that. I knew that they were going to bring him into the universe somehow, but I thought it would have been way later. And so the fact that they did that, I was like, what the fuck? I was very surprised. And now I, I think that was kind of, I, maybe I shouldn't think this, but I think it's kind of a confirmation that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be in it. Like, there's no way for me that they cannot. But uh, I don't know. Uh, so it, it feels more likely now is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's as likely I, as I, it's I ever been. I had no idea that they would ever do that. Uh, I was, yeah. I, I like almost shit myself. I was like, what the fuck? I, I was in complete <laughs> shock because in my mind, Sony is like selfish. They're like, I don't want, oh, I don't yeah. want to be a part of that. So I was completely like, oh shit, man, this is happening. I, I'm just curious because I guess, I don't know if, the, if Venom, this Venom has like, you know, he said we have like a collective mind like mind mm-hmm. group think or whatever. So is it, does he have the same memories or same knowledge that uh, Toby Maguire's Venom no, does? Grace? Yeah. And that's well, he why must he have hates, if he knows who he is. And that's why he hates um, Peter Parker. Well, doesn't he want to be with him? Doesn't like Venom want to be... I guess the sounds, I, I can't. This, there's no way to make this not sound creepy. But doesn't he want to be in Peter? You know, <laughs> he wants to like I attach himself. What, well, I think Sebastian said it depends on like the comic, but I think in one of them, like that's why he's with Eddie is because Peter rejected him. Is that not? Well, that's what happened in the movie in the original Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Well, Kayla was saying that because well, I was like, why? Why does? Why does Venom obviously know? Peter Parker, why does he like? I want to know that. I mean, I'm sure that's what it is because that's what he was about to do, right? He was about to show Eddie like the what multiverse. it means to be a symbiote. I guess, uh, but Kayla had mentioned that it's because, or that she theorized that it's because that newscast like painted him as a bad guy. Oh. And so, and his whole thing is like, he wants to eat <clears throat> bad guys, basically. Or maybe, maybe he just, he wants to be with the powerful person. Right. Because he, it, it's what it seems like in the universe that Venom was in, that there wasn't really anything like that. Other than, I mean, and I don't, I don't really remember the first one as much, but in this one, it was that girl, which they never really explained why she could do that. When she could like scream. I'm sure she's in the comic books or something. But, yeah, they never explained that. Or she's like a mutant or something. Oh, also, what the fuck was that whenever he died? Oh, we should have said there's spoilers, but whatever. But whenever they killed the cop and his eyes were blue, what was that? (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. My mind... That's what I'm saying. Like, all that is left in that universe. And I... I, It it feels very unlikely to me that they're going to revisit that. Which is fine. It, It just... What's the point? That's my thing. 
He was like mm-hmm. monsters or whatever. <laughs> What's the point? I mean, I guess he gets teleported to the to the new multiverse. Another thing I, I'm okay. just curious about is like what event? Yeah, is that's my is it that did it? I don't think it's um strange. I don't. I don't think it is. I don't think so either. And I was confused about the timing because for some reason I thought um I was like, well, how would he get transported to that time? That doesn't make any sense. And Sebastian's like, what? And I said, well, isn't that whenever he was first found out? And Sebastian's like, no, it could have just been like any sort of newscast. Like it wasn't like breaking. I mean. Right. Was it? I was under the impression that it, it probably was like when when everyone else found out around that time. And I don't think Far From Home or No Way Home, the timeline of that movie would coincide with them still liked uh obviously still talking about it but like i don't know the way that they i don't know maybe i need to rewatch it but it sounded like it was breaking news so it could be (sighs) coinciding with the events of loki and whenever Mm. sylvie oh because we don't really know what happened like when that happens right yeah and that's when we know like we just know it's oh that could make sense because all we know is that it's after you know um endgame and then for wandavision too that's all we know too is that it was after endgame so all of it is like scarlet witch same time becomes scarlet witch all Uh those and then sebastian said something too where he his opinion i well i think i don't know i could maybe i shouldn't speak for him but he brought up a good point where he said because i was like well he's for sure going to be in the new spider-man right and he was like well maybe not maybe he won't show up till the stranger doctor stranger doctor strange movie so i don't know i feel like he's gonna be in spider-man so they showed the trailer again uh when i went to go see venom the no way home they didn't show it for ours surprising yeah and i don't know i gotta say there's a scene where people think it's either lizard (coughs) lizard boy oh or venom or venom I when I saw it this time, <laughs> I, I, say it, I thought it was venom. I never thought it was a lizard. It didn't look like one. It looked like something was slithering, but now yeah, that makes more sense that it was venom. It could be venom. <sighs> Tom Harding made it. Very yeah. excited for him. Your boy is officially in it. And then it also because I was trying to explain it to Dad yesterday, like what why it's such a big deal. Um, and I said that it could also well it means also that you know, like Deadpool. Cause I don't think he's officially in the MCU and all in the X-Men and all that. And then Morbius, did you see the trailer to Morbius? <laughs> I've seen, is there a new one? <clears throat> I, this is the first time I've ever seen anything for this. Cause they showed Jared Leto and I was like, Oh God. And then they saw them. I saw the Marvel thing and I was like, what the fuck is this? I've Morbius, never even heard of it. Or is it Morbius? Yeah. I kept saying Morpheus. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was, I was, I was my brain. Yeah, connect. and then I and apparently, yeah, but I I didn't even know who this is. And then they had Michael Keaton in the trailer. And I was like, okay. He's the bat or vampire huh? dude, right? Morbius. <clears throat> That's the exact thing that Homer said. Because we were I said that. I was like, oh yeah, we saw a trailer to Morbius and I don't know what the fuck that is. And he was like, That's a vampire guy, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it comes out January of twenty. Why does Jared Leto like what? What kind of what does he have on Hollywood that he keeps being put in movies? I don't get it. I don't know. <clears throat> he, I think of movies that have like changed the way my brain works. He's in two of them. 
Oh, that Mr. Nobody one? Mr. Nobody and What's Requiem, the other one? For, Requiem for oh, a Dream. Oh, I forgot he's in that one. Does he not make music anymore? I don't know. <laughs> that movie doesn't look good, Morbi- Mor- Morbius. Oh, it looks really bad. Uh, So excited. I'm excited. I'm very excited. This I... I thought I I knew what to expect from the new Spider-Man where I was like, it's going to be, I think no matter what, it's going to be a letdown somehow. But now I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it'll be fine. Who knows? I'm, I hope they don't make another trailer for it. I know they are going to though. And it's going to reveal something. I mean, but now maybe they'll have a trailer that shows Venom. Venom. But yeah, I'm I'm not, because they, I, I already know how they fucking work where they like, only show one trailer and then maybe like two weeks before they're going to show another one or there's gonna be another one whenever Eternals comes out oh we I keep seeing the trailer to Eternals and I fucking love that trailer and I'm so excited for that movie comes out pretty excited. soon yeah and like no November yeah is that all you've seen um yeah other than the guilty well, I've seen like shows and stuff but if we start watching Squid Game mm. that one's interesting um yeah i kind of want to start uh you need to watch um drew gooden's new video on lost just because he talks about <laughs> i don't know if you've seen that show but i kind of want to start watching it again i've seen some of it um when mom and dad yeah, watched I, it i remember yeah same and he did a uh like a video essay on it basically and there's a part where he talks about the composer of lost like of the music and i think you'll really like that section because he sounded like you and how like he went, he was like, I just want to have like spend like a few minutes on just this guy. And it was really cool the way he when he talks about like, yeah, I just think you'll like it. So just at least watch it for that. But it also made me want to watch Lost because I'm getting into shows more. Right. <sighs> I've been going on a tangent. With oh, yeah. Movies. Sorry. Go on with your movies. Um, Got to say 38 followers on, on Letterboxd. Or oh, they heard your cries. <laughs> <laughs> My plea. Um, so we're up. We're up. I'm happy. <laughs> How do you have um, followers? Just, I think I've said that. I've asked that before. What's it's your it's it's hard. I my, my secret. There's no secret. I just uh, I just like a lot of reviews. Oh, normally whatever movie I want to watch or uh have watched, I'll look at the reviews. I'll go through like five or six pages of reviews and. Whichever ones I like, I just like. And then you I just got, like you don't even comment. No, I don't see a lot of comments unless um, I probably won't comment on. Unless I can like come up with a funny comment or something mm. unique. I'm going to try that because now I'm like, you know what? Now I'm turning into a competition where I'm like, I want followers, too. I think I have like two right now. Um, Go for it, man. Yeah, I think I just, that's a secret because a lot of people, a lot of people don't comment. I see a lot of likes, but. I, I comment on some. Comments. I comment on some lists too. I look at people's lists because I think it's really interesting that aspect of of Letterbox. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I have watched quite a bit. Seven movies, including Jesus. Venom. Uh, <laughs> You're like I can't get ahead on work. Um, I'm stressed <laughs> out, but I have watched twenty movies this week. So let's get started on those. Last week was like that. I watched so much. Uh, Lego Batman <laughs> movie. I said three and okay. a half stars. Uh. That like it, it just visually so satisfying to see like Legos, and it's just done so well. Um, I have a. Yep. 
Okay. That's it. That's all I want to show you. I don't know that's, why that's there. That's hilarious. Um, it's it's just a funny movie. Just a couple of good laughs. Um, I've never seen it. No. I don't know if I'd recommend it. I mean, it's like if you have, it's just like a brain empty. Just watch it. It's like trying to get me to watch an animated movie is like pulling teeth. Uh-huh. Then I, really I probably hard. wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, then Ocean's Twelve. Solid. Four and a half I can't stars. Believe that's your favorite. That one's my favorite. So, I I was, I didn't think I it could do better, but I I gotta say it. I think it did. Because there was a point where I was like, I legitimately do not know how these characters are going to get out of this situation. Yeah, and then it just, I and then it just kept on, they do that. it just kept on getting worse. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But it did get to a point where I was like, eh, a little bit too many reveals. You could get lost mm. in the sauce. But I was like, this is like looking back, it was a really, I, I really love this, this trilogy. So I'll go to Ocean's 13. I watched it. Eh. By itself, not that good. I gave it a three stars. I like it. I like Andy Garcia. Yeah. So, as a movie by itself, not that good. But it's such a perfect way to end the trilogy. And I think it's it's definitely up there for me, this trilogy. Because it's, it's each, really each movie has their own, you know, like, theme. You know, one of them is... Um, I don't know what the first one you would you would classify it as. It's like, I would say just like a, it's it's like a gathering of the team. Yeah, it's know? a solidifying that, and you know they're they're out for this job. The second one's kind of, oh shit, this guy is after us. Third one's mm-hmm. like a revenge heist, you know, mm-hmm. and that's it's just solid, Very solid good. movie. I also love the running gags, like how Brad Pitt's like always he's constantly eating every. <laughs> take he's just eating yeah and then um i really my one of my favorites is matt damon's parents just like he Mm. helping them i think that's very funny my favorite is their conversation uh, george clooney and brad pitt how they they automatically know what the other person is going to say so like you as an audience member you're like what are they like what are they talking Mm -hmm. about I also just like little moments, like whenever he's watching Oprah or he's like, he mm. walks in, he's watching Oprah and he's like crying. <laughs> he's like kind of making fun of him. And then he starts he's crying like, what are you too? doing? He's like watching Oprah. <laughs> yeah. And then it, and it all guy comes that's back. really sweaty and nervous and it all comes back. back. Oprah comes oh. back. Uh, Cause he like donates all the money or whatever. That was so funny. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy that I watched these. Uh, I I started watching Ocean's Eight again, but I haven't picked it up because. Have you Spook- seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, Spooktober's back. Um, it's it's October, so I'm doing a, a a horror movie a day or thriller, I guess. So I started it strong with Jaws. My whole purpose of this is I just want to. I feel like I haven't exposed myself to a lot of horror, so mm-hmm. this is a good way to see a lot of classics. So the first is Jaws. Um, solid four stars. I think John Williams is probably his best work. Um, Just love the fits. Fits or fire. Um, like that one guy, I forgot his name. Hooper? The college boy? Or not college guy, but the researcher, the shark guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hooper. I told Sebastian, just, just any outfit in this movie that he wears, just please just wear it. 
What bothered me is when he when he goes in the scuba suit and goes under in the cage, he hands uh the chief his glasses and the chief just straight up puts it in his mouth. Oh yeah, disgusting. Seventies, <laughs> I guess. And then uh, I like the boat scene. I thought you would like that too. Just like the story that he told. Because yeah. I think it just like set he that wasn't scripted, I think. Oh really? I think so. There's like a lore about that where he just like kept talking. That's and that's cool. They just filmed it or something. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I think it's. I definitely see why it's a classic. Uh, especially uh, the the music just really carried it. Hard carry mm-hmm. for me. Uh, same for the next one, I think, uh, which is Night of the Living Dead. I mean, yeah, I've never seen that one. A uh, good story. Um. <laughs> Three and a half stars for me. I think uh, I don't want to give too much away, but I, I also see why it was so influential for the time. Um, what year did that come out? Was that 70s? Uh, Night of the Living Dead is 68. 1968. Oh, shit. Okay. Very eerie. Um, there was a. I don't know if there was. I, I was like, I was pretty creeped out. I at some point I was like, yeah, I'm just like. I had to put myself in the perspective of the characters. I was like, yeah, that's pretty creepy. Pretty <laughs> spooky. Like, just for me watching it on my phone, I was mm. like, yeah, this is, um, why are you scared, bro? <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Happy I saw it. And day three, I haven't watched, which is today, October 3rd. I haven't watched it yet, but it is, what did I put? I think, I don't know. I watched Venom too. What did I, what, did I, what is it? Spooktober. Oh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Also not seen that one. But that's today. And then The Guilty. So, that's a good uh, right. transition into the break. Sounds good. Because someone didn't watch Requiem for a Dream. My bad. Next time. That's cool. It's all good. All right. Catch you See ya. after the break. A demoted police officer assigned to a call dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a a kidnapped woman in The Guilty. Uh, Written by Nick Pizzolatto. um, Based on the motion picture by Gustav Moller um, and Emily Nygaard Albertson. Yikes, I'm so sorry. Directed by... Antoine Fukua? Jesus Christ. I'm F-U-Q-U-A. So I know how to say that last name, but it's okay. All right. Um, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Riley Keough, and Peter Skarsgård. Sarsgard. Not Skarsgård. I was looking at the cast list last night. Also, Ethan Hawke and Paul Dana. Yeah, what the fuck? I Whenever I was doing like some research on it, I was like, holy shit, this is a stacked cast. And I didn't yeah. even... And I'm usually like decent at noticing them, but yeah, I have no fucking clue. Me neither. Um, it got a 6.3 out of 10 on INDB and a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. And the average on Letterboxd is, I think, a 3.1. Yeah, 3.1. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four stars. I gave it, let me see, I, I, I gave like it three a three and a half. 
I get a solid four stars. Well, first of yeah, all, you gave it three and a half. No idea this was a remake. Um, I think I knew. Like either I've either found out whenever I was watching it or right before because I also didn't know it was a remake. I, I when I was looking at reviews, I, I saw that it was a remake, and I did a little bit more research. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, how I feel is right here. I think. <laughs> okay, so I like I liked this movie. Um, I did give it three and a half stars, so I feel like it's like it was pretty good. Um, but I just don't I don't really understand the need for remakes. Um, especially if it's the same movie and I, well, they did change some things. And I guess when we talk about the ending, I'll like bring it up, but I just don't, I, I think like you said, before we started recording, like knowing that it's a remake kind of made me like it a lot less. Cause I was like, what's the point, especially if it's the same goddamn movie or if the other one is better because it's has better reviews. It was more like critically acclaimed. Um, and it was the first I, I never to do heard it. of it. Right? Yeah, and it was all because it was a Danish movie and we needed to remake it in, a, like, English? Like, why? Yeah. Especially if we're not going to change anything about it. You know, like, I would understand if it's like, okay, well, we need to change it. We want to do it for American audiences, but we need to change it for certain, like, cultural things. But, like, even then, why? And I just don't understand that. Yeah. I don't know. I... I I'm gonna go watch the old the other one because I, I think the, watch it, yeah. the story is like extremely compelling. Yeah, just on its own, it's like holy shit. And I kind of wish I think maybe that's the thing that annoys me the most is especially when you don't know something is a remake. Because if I would have found out that it was, I think I would have just been like, oh, let's just yeah watch the original one because. I wish I would have experienced the story with a better movie. Exactly, because and it's f- such a good story. I feel like I was robbed. Yeah. How dare you take Gyllenhaal? And like, I mean, maybe they, I think they did. I, I don't know. I didn't really see, I've seen like one trailer for it. And that was after we decided to do this movie. And I don't know. And it was also produced by Jake Gyllenhaal. And like, he was good in it. He, I think he's the best thing about this movie because he's like literally the only thing in this movie. But I don't like, it just feels like a vanity project to be like, well, I could do that. So like, let me. When somebody else did it better, like, why would you want to do it? Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, because <laughs> he produced it and his production company, like, produced it and his brother-in-law's in it. Like, okay. Like, why do you have to be in it? I just don't understand that part of it. Uh, but it's hard to argue that because he was really good. He was really good. He acted good. his ass off. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I got to say, like, I was completely enthralled throughout the entire thing. I was like, holy shit. I don't really want to talk about any. I don't have anything else to say about about it being a remake. I mean, yeah, it, I think it does that's basically suck. it. Just like, what was the point? Yeah, <coughs> I just want to talk about the story because, damn, Holy uh, shit. I had no idea. Um, I don't know if that's just me because I'm dumb. No, I had no idea where the story was going either. Well, I was, I was like completely. I was like, we've talked about this before, and you have, where it's like the the director or the, the storyteller has a path that the audience should have gone, and I feel like I perfectly went down that path. Because I was like, Same. man, fuck this dude. This dude's so shitty, just like kidnapping this oh, lady. The, oh, yeah. The all of husband. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the cop was like, 
I don't know. I just so many feelings about that where I was like, I, I mean, I think I'd do the same. Th- I don't know if I do the same thing. Cause I'm like such a rule follower, but I was like, holy shit. Like, I mean, I don't blame him, but also I do like that. They sprinkle in the whole like personal aspect of it mm-hmm. and how they do it. And like, because I hate movies that are where their exposition is just like, so on the nose where he's like, well, like he turns to his, uh, desk mate or the person next to him. He's like, well, as you know, I'm on trial, you know, like he's not, <laughs> he's not doing that. So we kind of are like, what, like, what is this? Why is his wife talking to him like that? Like, what is, why is his ex partner like getting drunk? You know, like just, I was so confused about the whole thing. And I also love that they don't, I mean, they, they give you all the clues to kind of understand what's happening, but they don't really fully give you what's happening yeah you know he's going to trial for something that he did you don't know what for and the thing too is that you know he's a cop so you're like okay well i kind of know what (laughs) what he Mm -hmm. did especially if he's going to trial and people hate him and his wife does not want to see him anymore you know like i you can kind of put the context clues together but maybe and that's the thing i was like okay so maybe this is like interesting because I mean, I don't know what, what it's like to be a police in, you know, um, like a, a Danish police. I don't know what the culture is there for police, but like in America, there's a very specific um, culture. And I don't, know if I, I don't know if I want to say culture, but there's this very specific thing that like we all kind of know, like the unspoken thing of like why police go on trial and why it's like such a slam dunk that he'll be fine. And that he thinks he, he even mentions that he's going to be back on the street tomorrow or something. Like we all kind of know why. And especially when he said that, I was like, okay, I know what he did. He killed somebody <laughs> and he thinks he's going to get away with it because he probably is. I, I was that, so like encapsulated by the, the story, the other mm-hmm. one, like the main plot line that I brain empty. Didn't care. Which, I mean, fair enough, because, like, it's really hard to be sympathetic for somebody like that. And I wish they I feel like they just didn't use that. And that which is frustrating, because, like, that's probably why they wanted to remake it. Or I don't know. That's Uh, why I would think you would want to remake it in America, in in an American police station or, you know, an American story, because there is a different different context it seems like there's different context to being a police to being police in america than it is wherever the other movie was taking place you know but it doesn't seem like they did that yeah it's kind of touched on it but even then and then there's like you know the wildfires like i understand why they did that too to kind of like freeze him up from being able to help as much as he could but then also would they not just be getting millions of calls from about the fire like how was he so free to handle this one case mm-hmm. i guess he was technically off the clock but yeah <sighs> that that reveal hit me i was like yo i guess do you want to work our way up to that i mean so i don't i don't really remember what else happened like so they we kind of set him up as like a, a police that he feels like you kind of know that he's demoted right he's uh-huh. used to be a policeman and now he has to do nine one one calls and he just feels you know bottom of better the barrel than everybody yeah and he feels better because he just like the way he treats other people on the phone is like they're fucking idiots and they're incompetent when like well, you got demoted, so it's not like you're, you know, the yeah, best. He's, he's like, well, you guys you don't did. have a plan? What's your plan? Yeah, and like, I don't know, just so condescending. And this, I don't know if they intended us to 
sympathize with him at any point, but I really did it. Like I, the entire movie, I hated him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even when he was helping, but he just like, it didn't really help anyway. So he takes one call. Like you said, he was like at the beginning was kind of funny because it was a call from a guy that was robbed and he didn't want to admit that it was a prostitute or I want to prostitute a sex worker that robbed him. And so he just kept giving like, Oh, she was in a wig and the guy was like laughing and, you know, kind of like a, I guess a funny little, funny little moment at the 911 call center. And then he gets a call from a woman that is being kidnapped and I think he, at first he thinks she's drunk and mm-hmm. but then because she's talking to her kid and he's about to hang up, I think. But then she he realizes that she's in trouble and that's where this whole thing starts. Where he just like goes like truly above and beyond. And I we see why at the end he kind of just tells us like he wants to. He took a life, so he wants to like save somebody else. But like. I don't know. I guess we see the character development of him. Like, I think the reason he was so shitty is because he's trying to like do his job better, but I don't know. I just, it's really hard for me to sympathize with this guy, but I don't know if they wanted us to. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know. I mean, there is kind of like, he does kind of have a switch, like you said, where he's trying to save. And it's such a hard uh, place to be as a, as a nine one one operator. Because, like, you want to be able to help. I can imagine. I'm sure it's not, like, a... I'm sure crazy shit happens like that all the time. Maybe not to that extent, but... I was going to say, I wonder if he... If that was mostly him, or if you're supposed to do that much. Because he, like, did... I know you're not supposed to do as much as he did, but even at the beginning when he called her house and he talked to her daughter, and, you know, he kind of just, like... He still is trying to be a cop, but he doesn't have the physical evidence to prove anything or to, like, come up with a theory, even though he's already kind of laid it out in his brain, like, what happened. Because the kid that, because he realizes that she doesn't have to just have a daughter, she has a son. And I don't think they, they doesn't, oh, she just, the daughter doesn't know, so she's just saying that he's asleep. And then he realizes once the cops actually get to her place that something happened to the kid and that there was like blood everywhere. The the cop doesn't really say anything. That's the thing that annoyed me in the phone calls is nobody was just outright saying what's happening, but maybe that's, I mean, I don't know if you see a kid that's like fucking, you know, whatever happened to the kid, then I can't imagine you could have a coherent phone call. Yeah. But that's the thing that kind of annoyed me, but like in a good way of like, I want to know what happened. Like what is going on? Yeah. Cause then he calls his partner to go to her house or to the guy's house. And I was like, dude, Oh, stop. Like it didn't wait too, too much. much. He calls yeah, Henry. He, I know he gets the number of the dad and he calls him on his personal cell phone. What a fucking idiot. Oh. He's like the paper trails everywhere. Uh, <sighs> There was one scene where I was like, that is perfect. He gets a hold of Emily and she's like in the back of the van. Mm. And she's like, I think we stopped. And there's like this transition where you can see the the hazards on the taillight. Yeah. Like with Jake Gyllenhaal, the same scene. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, I liked that a lot too. That was probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, we work our way to Visually. um he goes throughout the story just like he's under the impression that the dad is I mean he's a, he had been going he went to jail a couple of times so he already had this 
impression History. that this guy's a criminal. Yeah. Um, and that he did something to the kid and took the wife for some reason, just like left the kids by themselves um, after killing Oliver, the, the youngest son. Um, and then I don't, you love this moment so much. So tell us what happened. So he's talking to Emily, <laughs> I think. And I don't remember exactly how he, well, how he tells she her he it. like, well, so the moment, so he t- yeah, he's telling her that she needs to like, he needs to, or she needs to get something to hit the guy. Cause whenever they stop, she needs to attack him and then get his knife. And she, after like, he, he makes a mistake of saying, cause she's like, I don't know if I can do that. Like she's scared. And he's like, he, he tells her he deserves it. You should do that. And I think he tells the guy, too. He's like, you should be executed. <laughs> Fuck, dude. He pissed, You're he a 911 pretty, operator. He <laughs> says some pretty messed up stuff. Yeah. And whenever she is, like, trying to calm down, he's, like, talking about her kids. And, I, I yeah, I don't really remember exactly how she brings it up, but I know she, I think she just outright says, like, he's that, doing He's doing good now, right? The snakes yeah. are gone or something. Yeah, and he's like, what? And she said, well, like, he had his stomach, he was, like, hurting because his stomach he, his stomach had snakes in it so i tried to take him out i took him out <laughs> and his then face i was like yeah i know i think i gasped if the movie can make me gasp i'm like okay this <laughs> because <laughs> that came out of nowhere it did and it's like oh shit like he's then- armed this this dangerous woman and mm-hmm. created this like scenario for her yeah because then i think after he realizes that he doesn't say anything he's just he's like, just quiet yeah. and then she gets out and she hits you can hear him like you can hear that she hits him because i think the phone call drops and he's like Fuck. and i don't know when he realizes this but he sees i think he calls his partner and his partner's like or his partner calls him and he's like hey so we i see like he saw all the papers from whenever she was admitted to a psychiatric hospital and so he looks up the hospital and it's right where the guy was like where he was headed and so he calls henry it's like why didn't you just tell us bro which i mean valid question why didn't you just fucking say something but i get why he did it i think he was just scared or i don't know and like he said he he said too he's like i don't fucking trust you guys like he's yeah, that, in the prison and I was like, oh, okay. He's like, no one, no one's there to help me, which is yeah. sad. And I think he knew what it would look like, which is what it ended up looking like. And he was just trying to help her. I don't know. It just seems like a really fucked situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he basically talks Emily, which is her name, off the ledge because um, she wanted to join her son again. And uh, yeah, oh, was- because he tells her. Sorry. No, you go. Because he tell the reason that she like, I think he talks her down is because she's about to jump off the freeway and he tells her that he killed somebody. And so that's when we learn he, we don't he doesn't say exactly what happened, but he said that he killed some 19 year old kid. Did I don't, did he say why? I think he, well, first of all, he says kid and I'm like, okay, that's not a, it's not a kid. Well, I guess it kind of is a kid. I don't know, but it just like the way he said it just did. I didn't like, but he says that he killed a kid. 
Because this, he was like doing something to hurt people or whatever. He, he did, didn't he say I, that? All, all I remember, he was like, I don't know why I did it. Like I was, I just wanted to like, I don't know. He, he said something like he's like a power trip or something. Yeah. Or he was angry or something. Just yeah. wanted, just wanted to punish him or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> not a good reason. I mean, not that there's no. any good reason to kill anyone, but like. But maybe that's when he realized because he's. I don't think he's ever. He kept denying it. He never said it out loud. But I think that's when he realized like he fucked up. Um. Yeah, and then the dispatch lady that he had been just like harassing the entire night called him back and said that they that the kid was fine that he was in the ICU um and that she was fine that they had her and well, yeah, well, and then he yeah. went to the restroom and threw up <laughs> <laughs> it's a brutal brutal night and then i i kind of like the ending where it, then it shows the title card you know the guilty cuz he's guilty yeah and then it has like the the radio saying that he pled guilty Oh, well, we should say too that he, when he went to the restroom, he called. Oh yeah. Which I didn't like the shot because he threw up and then he kept sitting next to the toilet and I was like, fucking flush it. But it, it doesn't matter. But he called his partner and he basically said like, just tell them what happened. And he was like, you're not going to see your kid again. Like if I tell them what happened and he was like, just fucking do it. And then he called a reporter and then, yeah, it ended. And then, like you said, they say over the radio that he got convicted for killing somebody and. That's the end. And Great. I don't know. I, I so what from what I can remember from the, I've only read the Wikipedia page for the original one and it has a different ending. Kind of. Where I don't know if you want me to say. Go for it. But I, I like I said, this is from I haven't seen it, so I, I can't confirm, but this is from the Wikipedia page where it seems like basically what happens throughout the movie is the same. Like it's the same story. I think it's even the same name. Like the kid's name is also Oliver in the movie. Um, but how it ends is he does tell, he talks her off the ledge by admitting to what he did and that, but I think this other one has, he's not just a police, he's like a narcotics officer in the Danish one. And he says that he like the same thing where he killed somebody, um, you know, just cause he had a power trip or just cause he thought he, the kid deserved it. Um, and when he does this, when he's telling him, when he's telling her this, he's still in the room with all of the other operators. So he admits to what he did and why he did it in front of all those other people. And then I think after that, and after he finds out that she is fine, um, the last shot is him just like getting up from the desk and walking away. So I think... In my, for what, because I think that I, I saw, I read a review and people were like, well, this, this movie is definitely American because the, it has more of a Hollywood ending where he, we, we see him, like it goes beyond him just like finishing the call where it kind of ties up the end where he admits to what he did to his partner and he tells him not to like lie. And then he calls a reporter and then we see what happens to him. <clears throat> but I think in the Danish one, we don't see that. Like he just admits to it. He saves her from, you know, killing herself. And then he just like leaves. And I also think, and I don't, this is the thing I can't confirm, but I think that the kid, like, I think he just, he just is dead. Like she just killed her kid. Like it's not, the kid went to the ICU kind of thing, which is also feels like very American where they don't want to kill a kid in a movie, you know, even if you don't see it. So yeah. I, 
that's when I when I read that I was like, oh yeah, I can I can see how this movie is a better movie because it goes it it goes the dark route and it stays there. Yeah, and I, I respect that a lot a lot more than tying up the end perfectly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta watch it. Um, good movie. Uh, good plot. Yes. Good plot. Jake Gyllenhaal is very good in it. Um, it has a very stacked cast, surprisingly. Like, I think Ethan Hawke played his partner. Yeah. It's so weird, though. I couldn't... I didn't recognize any of these people. Very surprised. Yeah. Part of me, though, makes... I kind of wish that they wouldn't have casted Jake Gyllenhaal. I think it would have been a really good debut for somebody. Mm. Um... But I don't know. But if you want to see if you kind of if you like movies where it just takes place in one setting and it's only one one person, um, there's a movie called oh. Lock with Tom Hardy, where it's just him in a car in a car just making a bunch of calls, and it's really good. It's surprisingly good. Interesting. And it's literally like it, that's literally it. There's a plot, obviously, but it's just him making a bunch of different phone calls. Added it to the watch list. Cool. And that's an original. So nice. Yeah. After I watched Venom, I'm like, yeah, this needs to be remade. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to redo that. Shot for shot. Change the ending. It makes me think of, I should have done like, like compiled just like the most egregious. Remakes. Things that people want to remake. But like the latest thing I can think of is that people, is that there's like a, Train to Busan, I think it's the name of the movie, oh which is a really good gosh. zombie movie. And they want to remake it in America. They want to do an American remake. And I'm like, why? And I think they want to do Parasite. Am I making that up? Aren't they not going to remake Parasite? And I'm like, for the love of God, do not fucking touch that movie. Like, why? Oh, yeah, they're casting Addison Ray, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? I mean, she did sign a deal with Netflix, so who knows? No, I don't. It's not okay. Maybe I'm making that up. Oh no! Which oh, is, I don't okay. understand the point of no, redoing there, it. There's going to be an HBO series. Uh, <sighs> filmmaker Bong Joon Ho's Parasite series at HBO will be an original story set in the Oscar-winning films universe and not a remake. Okay. Mm, still don't like it, but who knows? If he's involved in it, then. I trust it. Yeah, it's his series. But I don't know. I just the train to Busan one. I think a lot of people are like, "Why just yeah, watch it? Just it's like what he said, what Bong Joon Ho said in his Oscar speech, where he's like, just fu- just fucking read subtitles, you idiots! Like it's not hard, and they yeah. even dub shit now. And sure, the translations. Like I keep hearing stuff about Squid Games translations are not great, but like even then, you're at least still watching the original, and you're not trying to remake it for dumb americans <laughs> yeah I don't know, so, so so stupid so we'll watch originals i guess that's the point of this yeah but well. like you said either way pretty solid movie just for the plot i mean if you really do not want to watch a movie in subtitles then i guess watch this one but yeah eh. i'm happy that i was exposed to this story yeah, me too. I mean, it was still, no matter what, it was still intriguing. And I, mm-hmm. it, it's fucking wild. Threw me for a loop. 
Crazy. All right. Cool. Thank you guys good for luck. listening. Oh, we didn't talk about it on the pod, but good luck getting your tickets. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Go to brothersistershow.com. Matt has everything else. Twitter, Instagram, Discord. Yeah. What's your letterboxed? Letterbox is just uh, my name, Mark, or Matt Treff. M-A-T-R-E-V. Yeah. There you go. Follow right. and then unfollow. <laughs> yeah, I do that a couple times. Okay. See ya. Bye.